Good day. Welcome back to the podcast. There's about like 20 of you who listen to the podcast now. It started out around 50. So tell your friends that this is the good shit. Share it on social media. Tell a real human being to their fucking face that connect with Nikki is valuable if you think it is. Today, I want to start with a note on something that I think needs to be said everywhere, like screamed from the rooftops. Every time someone reminds me, I feel a weight taken off of me. I feel seen and acknowledged and less crazy. I don't know if you know this. There is a pandemic. What? Big news. Our entire reality has been shaken. Everything has been shaken up. Not only that, but underlying conditions that maybe we worked really hard to keep in check, they could be out to play. Like full force, maybe even in a new way. Of course, that's mental health, addiction, pain, all the things. And when I have been struggling lately, I'll bring something up like, oh, I shouldn't feel like this, which we can feel however. And, you know, a feeling is already present. So shooting on ourselves really gets us nowhere. But when someone says to me, you know what, Nikki, like we're all holding a lot. We're all carrying a lot. Your situation actually sounds normal. You don't sound crazy. I'm like, oh, thank you. So I just want to say that to you. I want to be the person that says like, yo, there's a pandemic. If shit's fucked, yes. Okay, so I want to start there, especially because of the topic we're covering today, I want to talk to you about purpose. And it's possible that your plans got fucked. Maybe always, but definitely now, it could seem like a lot of work to find your purpose. Maybe it feels like it wouldn't even be worth it. It's that kind of joy that catches. It gets stuck in your heart and it is more or less immediately squished by the fear that it will not last, you won't get it right, it's impossible. I know. I never knew what I wanted to be when I grew up. There was a time where I was like, I want to be a doctor, of course, because social conditioning. And then I realized that I cannot handle teeth, like loose teeth. If you fucking show me a loose tooth, I'm going to just vomit. As I was supposed to, I went to university. I don't know if you know this about me. I went for an English degree. I was super excited. Then I realized how many hoops you have to jump through to be in that world and how stressful it was. Of course, my mom also got cancer and I dropped out. I then got a corporate big girl job. I, you know, had a company cell phone and my own office and I traveled all over Alberta, the communications manager. I had a title and business cards. Mostly, I felt it sucking my fucking soul from my body. So I quit and I didn't work for a few very hopeless months. This was a long time ago. This was the time I discovered Netflix. 
I got hooked up by a friend with a job writing. I was a content creator for the very first time. This is actually where I learned about blogging and SEO and literally the foundation for everything I would create. Who knew? I quit that too. (laughs) I got a job hostessing at the restaurant that I'm at now. I moved on to serving and I liked this more than anything else. Liked it despite it not being your traditional family approved route. I tasted freedom from the nine to five life. I could book off weeks of work at a time. Nobody could say shit. Technically, they can say no, but it didn't really feel like the same kind of big deal. Finally, I let myself think about what I wanted. Call it a quarter-life crisis. I researched obsessively, as we do. How many of you have Google searched yourself into oblivion? And then I told myself, no. You might have heard this story before. I tell it all the time. One day, I found a Brene Brown book on the ground. And I found courage. I signed up for yoga teacher training and yogic meditation teacher training at the same time. Of course, I still told myself that I would never teach, yet I moved forward. If you know me now, you will not find this surprising, but I devoured the work. I lived it. I loved it. I also finally felt what it was like to finish something to see it through to the end. And this action alone changed my life. I started to lean into the idea that I was being led, that I had found my purpose for this life thing. You can imagine, people ask me to talk about purpose a lot. Could be the way that I live my life. It could be that I'm so weird, so loud. They say, How though? How did you find your purpose? And how can I? I'm going to break it down into two perspectives that I can get behind and one that I can't. Try this on for size. Taste this. Feel it in your body. Listen closely to what I'm about to say. It's your fault. It's your fault. You are the only thing standing in the way of your wildest desires coming into form. Wait, what? Ew. I really like to say the shit that we say to ourselves in our head. Like, it's no big deal. Like, of course it's true. And then when someone else says it to you, you can feel like, oh, whoops. That's, that's just not exactly it. We like to play that blame game. It is easier to feel a victim of this world than it is to face really putting ourselves out there. Consider this. You hear the universe make a suggestion. It gives you a gentle nudge, a feeling, an idea, maybe an image. Can I be you? I want to know what that's like. It says, sign up for that class. Have that conversation. Invest in that course. Stretch in this way, that way, the other way. You know right away what yours is. Yep, it's that. Sorry, not sorry. And you say, I see you, universe, and you ignore it. It keeps coming up because that's how the universe do. 
and you keep putting it on the later list, perhaps you also start to feel low. You are tired, bummed out, unmotivated, overwhelmed, apathetic. The longer you wait, the more it gnaws on you. Sounding familiar yet? Listen to me carefully. You are stopping the flow of energy into your life. Not only are you going to stop hearing the whispers from the universe, the suggestions, downloads, intuitive hits on where to go next. Of course you can't hear your cosmic fucking purpose. That's so big. Maybe this episode is just for you. Maybe you are literally that person who feels lost, confused, disconnected. The number one thing that I believe in, we're going to get into it, I believe in stacking. Like literally stacking Lego blocks on top of each other, stacking. There's no fancy meaning. I believe in stacking. If you want to feel better or more fulfilled, find your purpose or whatever language I'm not saying that you need to hear, take some kind of small action. You don't have to bite off the whole chunk and try to swallow it whole in a rapid all-night soul session. But you do need to take the next step. Every experience in your life is always building a stacking of epiphanies, aha moments, that are leading you exactly where you want to go. And it won't always be a sweeping, all-encompassing change. Likely, it will be all of the smallest moments adding up until you can see, of course, it was always leading to this. Figure out the next step and take it. Take action in your life and feel the way the world expands around you and it rises to meet your occasion. Each step you take, you build trust in yourself to do the thing and the universe sees you. Yes, it does. It opens up to you by offering you its power, its guidance. You'll feel it. You've probably felt it before. Tune into your heart space. Are you doing it? Tune into your heart space. Literally that space that holds your heart, like between your ribs. Where do you want to go next? If a psychic came up to you and said, yo, this is your purpose. What answer would light you up? What's the thing for you? What is the only next step to complete my rant on stacking? I want to read you a quote. And this quote gets thrown around a lot. So if after I read it to you, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you should actually read the book or listen to the audio that it came from and let that take you for a full-on ride. So here's the quote. You've heard it before. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. So this is Marianne Williamson. Fuck yes, Marianne Williamson for president. I can get on board with that. This book is called A Return to Love. It's a commentary on A Course in Miracles. If you've never read the actual book and you've heard this quote, like I said, please just read the whole book. 
And we don't want to say our light scares us. We don't want to say the words, yeah, I think I'm good. Yeah, I think I'm full of possibility. And that just shows how correct this quote is. That's where I'll leave that. The second thing I believe in is finding your edge. This is something that we talk about in yoga. So you might have heard me say it before. If you have taken my practice, if you've never practiced with me, I am doing yin at home. So you can practice with me at your house on Mondays on Zoom. That's 9 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Hopefully when you listen to this podcast, that's still a thing. Go to my website, check it out. Do yoga with me. Your personal edge is something to observe. Not this thing that you're like hanging on to for dear life. It's walking towards the edge of a cliff. Visualize this. Literally walking towards the edge of a cliff. You stop where it's safe. But you can feel the expansive nothingness penetrating your body into full awareness. Too close to the edge and the rocks start to fall into the distance and you could slide away with them. Too far from the edge and you lose the sense of urgency of truly living or like this in a yoga posture your edge is around 90% of your body's capacity that's not a fact statement like this is a ish thing you feel the stretch but you aren't forcing yourself into potential injury you're holding off the wall of your flexibility and gaining strength the magic of the evolution of your practice is in that space, it's at the edge, it's walking this line where you grow. For me, in life, it's like this. I hear my soul's calling and I'm responding. I'm passionate and taking strides, but I'm not quite at the quit your day job level. I want to be. Help! (laughs) My edge is taking the divine chance and putting the meest me into the world for everyone to see. It's looking where I'm going and being thrilled and grateful, yet still exactly where I am in the luscious alive here and now. If you're reading this and still thinking, well, of course you can do this. I'm rolling my eyes at you, but I can't. If you think you can't, please listen to my last podcast on how becoming is bullshit and then come back here. The internet is cool and it will save your place. You can come right back here to this moment. So it's easy, it's quotable. My first belief is in stacking. Everything is stacking and taking you where you need to be. My second belief is finding your edge. It is always, always, always in every single moment living that edge playing with life. Now here's something I'm not a big believer in. Planning. This might come as a surprise because I am organized as fuck. I have like a real paper day timer. So hear me out. It is easy to say, to use words, text messages, even to think. Don't eat fast food. Stop scrolling into cold dead social media wormholes. Until it's been minus fucking 30 for a week and all you want to do is binge watch Netflix with a fuzzy blanket on your couch. 
my experience of the desire to create more structure, more plans, more hard and fast rules is that it's fear-based and not a great motivator. For me and for others, it ends up being another thing I didn't do, another reason to beat myself up. That mythical tomorrow, on Monday, if this, when that, never happens. Shape your ideals on your best day, sure. Visualize the most magical, purpose-filled day on a beautifully epic, full day. How much time do you spend on your phone? This day, your mind, body, heart, soul, they're totally activated and energized. What do you eat? When you are in full alignment and feeling the flow, who else is around? Realistically, what do you have time for? And what is the most important to your soul? On a day like that, it's easy to put away your phone. You don't even think about it. Everything you do is filled with lightness, with play. In your everyday life, begin to choose things that fill you up, that nourish you. This is the foundation for living your purpose. Your purpose happens in the everyday, not someday. I think I should make a note here on visualizations or future casting. It's not that I don't think that those types of things are bullshit or that they're not valuable. It's just that you can do everything right. You can meditate and journal every single day. And if you don't take action, there is nowhere for the universe to step in and move things for you. So it's missing the point. It's not what I think is important to talk about. It's not what you need to hear. Let's end in a cool place. Let me be your hype man for a minute. I think this is my true calling in life. I think I might just be a hype man. It's a mindfuck. I really love this one. You know when you can't find the right song to listen to? Yes, of course you do. First, you play a bunch of your go-to genres, your favorites, and you keep turning them off. You just can't listen to it. Sometimes you reach out and you're like, yo, people, send me songs. I can't, you know, I need new music. Or you find one by accident in a new playlist or on social media. It goes like this. Our tastes are always changing year by year, moment by moment. Maybe you have the feels and you listen to sad songs for days and days. Or you find an artist you get obsessed with, like Billie Eilish. <laughs> or you need music without lyrics for a while. The options are as endless as music is. This is a whole lot like life. <laughs> Universe equals uni-verse. One song. Universe. One song. What if your dream life is just a song you haven't played yet? What if that frequency is right there, within your reach, and you just haven't taken the risk on something fresh yet? How would it feel to tune into the song of your soul? Would you choose faith 
if you knew that music was always there to guide you towards your purpose? What might happen if you really started moving to that beat? Uh, Let's breathe to the beat of your soul. 